0: Hello everyone and welcome to the podcast, Paul's 50 years of sporting memories. In this podcast I will talk about my favourite sporting memories over the past 50 years with my good friend Glenn. It covers a wide range of sports and the triumphs and heartaches along the way. In each episode we will go back in time to talk about my memories from a particular year. This is Paul Tonner. Welcome to this episode of Paul's 50 Years of Sporting Memories. I hope you are well and have had a
1: great sporting week.
0: How's your sporting week been, Glenn?
1: Yeah, not too bad. Can't yep. wait till buddy, the cricket season starts. Oh, so, me too. So that means that we're out of this bloody camp, weather.
0: Yeah, well, um, yeah, Fox Cricket's been great. They've been showing uh, uh, highlights of uh, some of the games from the 80s, the
1: one-days. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but there's still a lot of... AFL being played on the screens and mm. played in Queensland, which is good.
0: Richie Benode, Yeah. On, uh, yeah, <laughs>
1: with his suit and tie. is he, cream, cream, cream off on. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, he's a legend, Richie. Oh, yeah. Really nice guy too. Mm, yeah. Sadly, he's not with us anymore. Yeah. Yeah, and the Bill Laurie commentary and over yeah. the good old days, Tony Gregg. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Remember there was one game there And he's doing his pitch report With his weather wall <laughs> <laughs> And he's like talking about The player's comfort levels And I'm going How can he How can he determine What the player's comfort level is On that On that weather wall yeah. But yeah He had the A reading for everything on there Yeah, yeah. He used to stick his keys Oh in the, the keys and the pitch <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah Yeah <laughs> Of nineteen eighty nine, yeah, the earthquake.
0: That's right. I was going to talk about that yeah, too. Yeah, uh, uh,
1: in Newcastle, which was Newcastle earthquake, which yeah. was, which was a shock. Hmm. Because where I used to live. Yeah, the next town had a quarry mine. Oh, okay. And they used to blast their rock. Yeah, and I thought it was just them blasting. So, what what town was that? Bunny Hills. Right. How far away from Newcastle was that? Oh, and those days it was about three, three and a half, four hour drive. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. No, I felt it back down. I just thought, oh well, wow, the the quarries are blasting mm. again, but it wasn't. Well, I was in my dad's shop,
0: yeah. at his chemist shop there in uh, Lura, so that's probably oh two hundred k's away or so, yeah. two hundred and fifty k's. Yeah. And I remembered everything shaking, yeah. and there was this guy, this other. There's this customer in the shop and he was jumping up and down, and I thought, "Oh, yeah. he's being an idiot. What's he doing that for? Making the yeah. things shake on the shelf." Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, well, then I went, I, I went back home after that, and t- yeah, the TV was on and it was an earthquake.
1: Yeah, yeah, because so, yeah, it, it hit um five point six on the Richter mm, scale,
0: and that's small compared to a lot of the big ones around the world. Yeah. yeah. So, um,
1: yeah, the, then the, the theories came out it mm, because of the coal mining and the underground mining, and yeah, and all those theories. But it just turned out that yeah, Newcastle is on the fault line that just happened to wake up, mm. yeah, right, yeah. So, it's on actually on a fault line, yeah, yeah, it's my very minor Minor, minor one, yeah, but it is there, mm. okay, yeah,
0: yeah, right. yeah, long... Um, 1989. I was um, year twelve, studying for the HSC. So that was a big year for me, a stressful year.
1: <laughs> yeah. I was glad when all that was over. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I was twenty two, and I was uh, I was working for doing work for Alan Bond. Oh, yep. On his boats called Southern Cross Three. Yeah. We, we did a complete refurbish.
0: Right. I remember you were telling me, yeah, you worked for him on yeah. stage. Yeah.
1: So he got to spend all everyone else's money, not his. Yeah. But, um, we had a, the captain at the time yeah. put on this huge farewell party the, the day before we did to go back to Sydney. Yeah. And there was just people climbing all over Bondi's boat. That, yeah.
0: Yeah. Because he was behind the, the, uh, America's Cup win, yeah. 83, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But no, that was an interesting time down there. Mm. on his boats. And, yeah. And that.
0: Yeah. Well, I remember I turned 18 years of age and i just got my license, my driving license, and I was on my P's driving a small Datsun 200B. Oh. I used to hoon around town <laughs> and that.
1: Screaming. <laughs> I, think, I think I was sort of missing a gear. Yeah. They could have done with the fifth gear yeah. with them.
0: Yeah, I learned how to drive on that. Yeah.
1: It was <laughs> my, A good friend of mine had a a, a Ford Cortina. Hmm. For his first car.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I remember those cars. So interesting times. Yeah. And the Berlin Wall came tumbling down. And there were the uprisings in China. Yeah. And uh, yeah, as we said, the Newcastle earthquake. And famous song that year, or oh, I remember it really clearly. She Drives Me Crazy, Fine Young Cannibals.
1: Yeah. She drives me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> now, now I've got it stuck in the head. <laughs> 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 I
0: remember the high voice. And there were great movies like Rain Man and When Harry Met Sally. Yeah,
1: but... Yeah, but yeah. The, the, the the a song that came out that year that drove me bloody crazy. Yeah, the the became five hundred oh, I can't that song. I just oh. felt like throwing any radios radio out of the window yeah. that was playing that song. Oh. It just it, it just was one that song? Yeah, that it says it came on, it got stuck in here.
0: Oh, yeah could get it And the thing is too Glenn I remember it was Some years later It came back Into the charts yeah. And I'm going No yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was
1: going well, When the that song t- Came out oh. like, I thought If I go To another radio station yeah. I'm going to go Right for their Record collection And find <laughs> it And smash it To make sure It doesn't get Paid, uh, paid again
0: Yeah I'm with you there Yeah oh.
1: And um, the number one Song was In Australia Was Madonna
0: Oh yep, that was um uh,
1: like a uh, what was the song like again? Like a prayer. Like right, a prayer. Yeah. That's
0: the one. Yeah. Right
1: in front of me, but like, a, it can come out. Yeah,
0: it was a bit controversial. Mm. That
1: film clip from Memory.
0: Yeah, yeah with the uh oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the cross and the mm. yeah. Also, yeah. yeah, also
1: the um the, the traveling Mulberries.
0: Oh yep, with Jeff Lynn. Mm. And oh, and he's a legend. Yeah. 10cc
1: Roy Roy Orbison Yeah And you know They They all got together uh, Yeah that was the start of Of other members Yeah From other famous bands Getting together That must have been just Just before Roy Orbison passed away Was was it? Yeah it was Yeah yeah. He he, um They They recorded the first volume Mm. And they were just about to start Recording the second volume Of The Trapping Breeze. Yeah When he passed away Yeah I I remember the exact spot where I was on the Busyview Highway Mm. when I heard the news.
0: Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, uh, well, the second highest album for that year was 1927.
0: Oh, yep. Uh, Yeah, I had that album, Played at the Death. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah.
1: And and my favourite movie for that year was Mm. See No Evil, Hear No Evil. Oh, okay. Gene Wilder.
0: Yep. And Richard Pryor Oh, yep Yeah, yeah. I remember travelling to um, Brisbane On the bus Yeah, yeah, and that movie Pretty sure it was that movie, it was on TV yeah. On the television on the way there Yeah, yeah we were going on a holiday to see my sister up in Brisbane Yeah, yeah and I got I, I got bored with, with it and I, <laughs> I was listening to the Lord's Test On the radio <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we're up to our quiz now our quiz yep. questions for the year 1989. So, lovely, my lovely daughter Olivia's here again with us. Hello, everybody. She's going to read the questions out. So, the answers will be revealed towards the end of the episode. Okay, what's question number one?
2: Um, question number one is what Aussie motorcyclist won the inaugural? Inaugural, yep.
0: Inaugural. So, the very first.
2: The very first inaugural five hundred cc Australian motorcycle grand, picks.
0: Grand, grand Prix.
2: Grand Prix. Grand <laughs> Prix. If you if it's gonna be said like that, then why can't why do they have to put that? Why do they have to put necks in?
0: Well, it has been for years for some reason.
2: Grand Prix. Uh, it should just be P R E. Okay, read it again. Okay, so that's for the second time. What Australian motorcyclist won the inaugural five hundred CC motorcycle Australian motorcycle Grand Prix, Grand Prix? Grand Prix.
0: Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. Right, question two.
2: Is what Aussie cricketer was the leading run scorer in the Ashes series? Mark oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a hint. That's a hint.
2: <laughs> Mark, it's only one line. Like you haven't highlighted. That's all right.
0: I don't. You don't read that one out twice. Okay. Okay.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> they don't deserve to be read it out twice now.
2: <laughs> Just like Mark. Oh wait. <laughs> yeah, you're,
0: giving, you're giving them the hint. So, okay. You're giving, giving them the clue. Right. The third question.
2: Question number three is who won the Norm Smith medal in the VFL grand final?
0: that's um, so a player of the match, they like call. It. Yeah, Norm Norm Smith Medal. Okay. Okay. But he was on the losing team. Oh. Right. So But he he won. No. Nah, no, nah, it's a trick question. Oh okay. So he won the medal, but his team lost. Yeah. Does that make sense? Okay, read it out again.
2: Who won the Norm Smith medal in the VFL Grand Final?
0: Okay, it's in 1989. Mm. Right, thanks, Olivia.
2: You're welcome.
0: Yeah, so the answers will be revealed near the
1: end of this episode. Which 1989 was last year? before the AFL came in.
0: Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. right.
1: It, yeah, the AFL came in in 1990.
0: That's right. I remember you mentioned, yeah, yeah. and one of the other episodes. Yeah.
1: Geelong versus Melbourne. Mm. And Melbourne by, one by 11. Oh, okay. And they yep. came in, yeah. Mm.
0: Victorian Football League, Brad. <laughs> 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 uh. No, it was like the the rugby league. It's before it was the NRL or the ARL. It was called the New South Wales Rugby League. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, mate! Down there or nothing. Mate, I remember going to Adelaide. I went there once with my uh, dad. Yeah, and it was a, the second state of origin was on. This was back in '98, and you could not find out at all. Who won? Like, the game wasn't on TV. wasn't in any of the pubs. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was on TV. I saw it on TV. At half time, they told you who won. Yeah. <laughs> during the news break. So
1: there's a news break exactly at half yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I, I think back in those days, it was a delayed broadcast. Yeah, yeah. 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 What did you get? got pubs at 11 o'clock at night. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. yeah, because... They would not let it broadcast until the Mm. crowd got to a certain level in the stadium. Yeah. And then once it reached that level, it was a sellout. Yeah. They would broadcast it. Yeah, this
0: is what they used to do with the cricket, with the one-days and the test matches. Yeah. So, I know with the Sydney, yeah, they'd only show the last session of the test matches. And with the one-days, they'd only show the first two hours. Yeah. So, unless Unless it was a sellout, there was no way they were going to show the whole match. Yeah. So I was lucky because uh where I lived up high in the Blue Mountains we could get Wollongong <laughs> we right. could get, we could get win. <laughs> so whenever it got to uh if it was um, a one dayer uh, if it got to 4:30 yeah. off goes Channel 9 on comes win 9. <laughs> <laughs> and the the picture was a bit grainy but I could we could still watch the match. Yeah, yeah it was the same with the test matches. But I remember um yeah back in the the 80s and uh, yeah, it might have been the early 90s, but it was definitely the 80s that ABC showed the cricket as well, yeah. So you had a choice, you could watch it on Channel yeah, 9 yeah. or you could watch it on
1: ABC because a lot of country areas, yeah, only had two channels, but but the yeah, a, the ABC was everywhere. Oh, so while well, they did it, and, yeah. and, and there was some like where I was from, yeah, it was a combination between. They changed between. They used to call it Channel Eight. Yeah, it used to have some programming from Channel Seven, but also local programming. Yeah, and then they changed to Nine Eight, so they had programming from Nine. Oh, okay. And then, um, mm. yeah, yeah, and also local. Yeah, but then when when they deaggregated the, the, the networks, well, then it all became. Yeah. Channel Seven. Oh, okay. Where, where we had um, yeah, nine eight, yeah. It all became Channel Seven. The um, all the regional stations closed down, basically. Yeah, and it just all came out of Sydney or Melbourne or Brisbane. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I, um, mm. back in the old days, the, yeah. the, the TV signal used to go up by land link. Yeah, and there's stations all up and down the east coast. The mm. signal would come through to each station. Each Transmission station. Yeah. And we could actually see live in the studio. Yeah. But, yeah, so if it was coming from Brisbane down to Sydney, mm. yeah, you could see the guys, the presenters walking around in a shirt and tie. Yeah. But they had boy shorts and thongs on. <laughs> because you can... S- yeah, because they sat behind the desk. Yeah. So it wasn't until the satellites came in. Yeah. But, yeah. It all came direct down of... Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because even when we had 8-9... Yeah. That, ...that actually came out of Townworth, mm. it had to come by land link... Yeah. ...from Townworth to Walker, then to Middle Brother. Yeah. Then it got broadcasted out of that way.
0: Oh, okay. Because I remember going th- some places on holidays and they'd only have, like, two channels. That's right, yeah. Yeah.
1: It, 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 it was also, like, uh, when being in Sydney... Mm. And then when I lived there then going there, holidays in Port Macquarie. Yeah. I'd see shows that yeah. I didn't see anywhere else. Mm. And it, but with, with today's satellite imaging, not imaging but foot pattern yeah. and parts of Northern Territory. Yeah. You can pick up all five footprints. Oh, okay. So you can watch East East Coast, yeah. Central and West Coast. Oh, okay. And yeah.
0: Right. Yeah, well, Um. one good thing with Channel 9, yeah, look, I always used to watch Channel 9 com- on TV because, yeah, like Channel 2, they'd often show behind the wicket. So the camera, they'd have one camera at the front, one camera. Yeah, they'd only have the one camera. Yeah. So one over you'd see from the bowler's end, yeah. but the other end would be from the batter's end. So you'd be watching the bloody batsman's. Backside all the
1: time. Yeah, because I, I yeah. think that, I think they that's what they yeah. took the feed from Channel Nine, mm. but they only had so many cameras yeah. indoors. Oh, yep. Oh. Which gave Channel Nine the advantage to get more yeah. audience.
0: Well, serious cricket when Kerry Packer came in, yeah, he was the one who, um, yeah, brought in both cameras from uh, both ends because yeah. he, yeah, he reported <laughs> stated that he was sick of seeing the. The batsman's arse all the time Yeah Yeah, but that that year um, Yeah I remember going to the SCG test With uh, a few of my mates And Australia's playing the mighty West Indies And yeah they'd lost the first three tests easily And I think this was the fourth test And Alan Border surprisingly bowled Australia the victory He was bowling his part-time left-arm spinners. Uh, Yeah, and the pitch was just an absolute bunsen burner, absolute turner of a wicket. Mm. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) and yeah, that year I remember one of my sisters got got married, and we're at the wedding reception, and uh, I think it was yeah, my dad's. Uh, Business partner You know He ran the chemist With him Like we were just Sports fanatics You know And he was a big Massive Parramatta supporter And he was a bigger Parramatta supporter Than I was Yeah And uh, Yeah We'd always be Talking sport together And Yeah Yeah. And sadly He's passed away now But Yeah Him and I Snuck out In the wedding reception (laughs) And we're watching The cricket Australia's playing The first final Against the West Indies And uh, Yeah So it was us too watching it, and Australia was getting these wickets, and and then all of a sudden another guy turned up. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. All these other people started turning up, and then it got to the stage where pretty much the whole bloody reception was out, yeah, <laughs> out watching the crowd around this small television set because yeah. it was just a, like an absolute yeah thriller of a match. Australia got up by a couple uh, of runs, and but they ended up losing that that series. Um, yeah. The West Indies were just awesome Yeah Because Australia was doing it easy They they looked like they had the game won And then Yeah it was Ambrose and Bishop Put on a big partnership You know They're, they're not even Batsmen You know These were their they're fast bowlers And Yeah So um, Yeah but I was oh, it's just a ripper of a match And I remember Murph Hughes coming into bowl last over and the crowd's going, Murph, 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 Murph. (laughs) And in the reception there, we're all crowded around the TV going, Murph, Murph, Murph. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that year the Aussies, um, the Asher series was on again in the UK. So this is, yeah, in Australia. Before they left, they were labelled the worst Australian side ever. Yeah, We're going to a tour the UK, and we kicked their backside 4-0 and it would have been 6-0 but yeah, the other two tests Australia would have won but it was affected by rain. And uh, But I, I remember listening to the BBC commentary late at night while studying for my HSC. And Terry Alderman got 41 wickets. <laughs> I saw Graeme Gooch interviewed recently and he said he went through bloody... Four pairs of pads, because <laughs> yeah. Terry Alderman was just getting him out for fun. LBW, because he just bowled stump to stump, yeah. you know. And yeah, and uh, yeah, this was a stage where they picked up some of their the players who went on the rebel tour in South Africa. They served their suspension, right. so Terry Alderman was back in the side. He was one of the rebels. And, yeah, um, yeah. So it was it was great to have him back um yeah but I remember margaret thatcher was the the president i mean the prime minister of england at the time of great britain yeah and uh the iron lady yeah the iron lady yeah <laughs> and someone wrote in the paper or was on a billboard yeah thatcher lbw out all, by alderman <laughs> all all the men <laughs> yeah so, uh, yeah, but I remember when the Aussie team came home, they got a big ticket tape parade, and yeah, so that was that was really good, and yeah, I remember going to my first live tennis match. it was at the New South Wales Open at White City. the first match I, I saw it was uh it was a play called Hana Lakova, and she was a Czech player, and she was a really you know she she was an awesome player she won about but, you know, she won. Oh, several Grand Slam tournaments and, um, you know, US Open, Australian Open. She'd been in the Wimbledon finals. And, but she married an Australian bloke and she became an Aussie. And, yeah, this was sort of towards the end of her career. And, yeah, I think she'd had – she was out injured for a while and she came back and she was playing uh, – I think it might have been Pam Shriver or – oh, no, no, it wasn't Pam, Pam Shriver. Shriver. It was – it was a pommy player she was playing, Joe Urie. Yeah. Yeah, and Hannah Lekova. Oh, man, I could have beaten her this day. You know, she was serving fault, 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 fault. And then eventually she goes, <laughs> she complains about this linesman going, does he have to yell so loud? <laughs> <laughs> does he have to scream so loud? But, yeah, she ended up getting a game together and fought back and won um but yeah she didn't do anything after that Mm. yeah last i heard she was in a lesbian marriage i think but i remember going to a broncos game at lang park while on holidays in queensland and yeah and i ended up getting into the ground for free there was a guy there and his wife couldn't make the game he was a big cronola fan they were playing cronola and yeah he just walked up to me and oh mate you want this ticket yeah, and I went and sat and watched the game with the yeah. best seats in the house. Yeah. <laughs> Brocker has absolutely flogged them. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, but that year, um Bell there was the Balmain Canberra Grand Final and it's been considered the greatest rugby league grand final of all time. And there were just so many what ifs in that game. Yeah. yeah, I remember Balmain were leading twelve two at half time and looked like they had the game one. Yeah, that's a big lead at that state, you know, that at that time. Um yeah, like a ten point lead in a grand final. You pretty much think, yep, you got the game one. Uh, and yeah, but you just sort of in that second half you just sort of felt, oh, Canberra might just get back. And they ended up scoring a try and Yeah, and they were leading oh, what was the score? Twelve it was about Twelve six, I think. Twelve, yeah. What have been fourteen points to eight? I think. I know they'll convert a try behind.
1: Yeah,
0: and yeah, um, Mal Meningo stopped one of. He did an ankle tap on McNeil when he was certain the Balmain half. When he was certain to score a try towards the end, and and then yeah, Benny Elias. Uh, went for a field goal, hit the crossbar. <laughs> so that would have won them the match. <laughs> and then Chicka Ferguson, they put up, like, a, Canberra, it was a couple of seconds to go. and Yeah, they were down Balmain's end of the field. And yeah. and they just thought it was their last throw of the dice and they put up a bomb. And, yeah, they end up scoring a try yeah. through John Ferguson. Scores are locked up, 14 all. They get the conversion and they win an extra time. Yeah. And yeah, the ACT just went nuts. <laughs> and yeah, so that was the first time ever a team had won from fourth spot. And the first, first time a team had won from outside Sydney. Yeah, so they they were labelled the Green Machine. And yeah, it was you know, young players it was a young Ricky Stewart, young Laurie Daly. Oh yeah. Yeah. But there was a yeah brilliant Queensland state of origin side that year. They smashed New South Wales three 0 and even in game two, they had I remember they had like a massive injury toll, and they had like they were down to like ten men at one stage, and they were just holding on to this lead and yeah, because you know they had players off the ground with broken legs and yeah. arms and yeah, and Wally Lewis scored this one of the. Best individual tries you've ever seen. Carried a couple of <laughs> blues over the try line with him. And and I, I saw him interviewed years later. And New South Wales crowd, they just hated Wally Lewis. They used to call him Wally the Wanker. And yeah. even when he captained Australia, yeah. when Australia was playing uh, Great Britain, and he captained his first test match, they're running out in the field and the whole crowd's using him and yeah. calling him Wally the Wanker. But he was saying that night um, when... Yeah, Queensland won against the odds. Yeah. The whole crowd stood up and clapped. (laughs) And he said to his teammates, sink this in, guys, because you're never going to see it again. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so we're up to the answers to the listener quiz questions now. So Olivia's here again to join us, and she's going to give us the answers. Okay, off you go.
2: Um, so, number one is, like, if you want to hear the question again, it's what Aussie motorcyclist won the inaugural 500cc Australian Motorcycle Grand Prix?
0: Okay, and the answer is...
2: Wayne Gardner!
0: Wayne Gardner. Mm. Is he famous? Yep.
2: <laughs> and then question number two is what Aussie cricketer was the leading run scorer in the Ashes series? And the answer this, you, you basically already had part of it. It's Mark Taylor. Mark
0: Tubby Taylor. How many runs did he get?
2: 839.
0: Yep, runs and what was his average?
2: 83.9.
0: That's right. Yeah, so he came of age in that series. Yep. And third question.
2: Who won the Norm Smith medal in the VFL Grand Final? The answer to that question is Gary Eblat was... Ablett with yeah. nine goals. He kicked
0: nine goals.
2: That's one of the
0: greatest grand finals of all time.
2: Is mm. this for it was soccer- a
0: high-scoring game, that one.
2: Is, it, is yeah. that um, for soccer or football?
0: I played Hawthorne. Mm. He played for Geelong. Hawthorne won, though.
2: But is it, like, soccer or AFL. football?
0: Aussie rules. Okay, thanks, Olivia. So <laughs> we're up to the draw now. Dad said
2: it wrong last time, so we yeah. have to redo it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. So Miss Olivia's going to draw a year out of the Queensland Bull's cap. Mm-hmm. So is scrunch scrunch goes the paper. What can it be? <laughs> what year are we gonna talk about? Nineteen
2: ninety two. Nineteen ninety
0: two another Olympic year. Woohoo Nineteen
2: ninety
0: two people. Right. Ooh, Thanks, Olivia. Good. Okay, so it's a goodbye from Paul and Glenn and it's a goodbye from...
2: Olivia. Bye. Okay,
0: bye everybody.
2: Bye.